Welcome to a new episode of the TBU Think Commercial Podcast. Today we have a very special episode. It's an interview with Syed. He's a commercial barrister and he'll run us through what changes he's seen in the legal sector at the moment due to COVID-19, but also some great insights into how to use the current situation to your advantage and how to weave in the learnings you've gained from this lockdown and your experiences during this period in applications to really stand out to recruiters. And he also provides some great insights into his own personal story into studying and joining the bar. So without further ado, let's get started. Said, thank you so much for coming on the show today. And if you'd just like to give us a brief introduction about yourself. Thank you for inviting me. It's an um, absolute pleasure to be here. I'm a barrister at Normanton Chambers in London. I practice commercial law, mainly shareholder disputes, contractual disputes. Okay, fantastic. I think it's what's great about having you as a guest today is a lot of the issues more students or young professionals are facing in coming into the legal industry. Obviously, they're concerned about the current environment and what it can mean for the industry or, in your case, for the bar. So I think a good question to get us the conversation started could be, how do you see COVID-19 has impacted the legal industry and specifically the bar? In relation to the impact on the bar, it's quite significant because a lot of barristers work in courts and at the moment the courts are mostly shut. So trials have been adjourned some uh, indefinitely and um, the backlog is building. But in the meantime, because barristers are Mm self-employed, it means they're not getting an income. And um, it's quite an unsettling time. Similarly with solicitors firms, I've read that a lot of firms are struggling. At the moment, the furlough and the government grants probably helping. I think that we will see a greater impact maybe in the next 12 months or so when the furloughing comes to an end, when the loans need to be paid back. And um, that's when we'll see a real impact. Of course, in relation to students, During times of crisis, recruitment tends to go on hold. I've heard that a lot of training contracts have been either cancelled or postponed to future years. Similarly with pupillages, although some chambers are continuing with any pupillages they've already offered, numerous others are withdrawing pupillage uh, advertisements and delaying any further recruitment. So in that regard, I do think law students will need to be a bit more creative about what they will do in the meantime. Yeah, it's absolutely an unprecedented time. So obviously that leads on to unprecedented situations, especially for students looking to enter the profession. An interesting point is actually we get asked quite frequently from students, uh, well, okay, I'd like to join the bar or enter the bar profession. How do I, could I weave in the current scenario into, for example, an application? So in terms of disputes or cases that you've been working at present, have you noticed any changes or what types of cases come to your attention? Are there any shifts into a commercial aspect of them? The changes that I've noticed is that parties realising that the courts aren't easily accessible at the moment and um, due to the backlog, any litigation matters will take much longer to resolve than they have previously. In this situation, parties are more willing to enter into mediation and alternative dispute resolution. Now, um, at Normanton Chambers, we have quite uh, a busy mediation practice, and that's probably why I'm seeing uh, a lot more of that work coming through right now. 
that's very interesting actually and obviously it shows how it's the the whole environment is a bit shifting in its way and adapting to the situation and before i think you mentioned about how courts are also uh, adapting obviously to this situation and something that i've i've been reading about is also how courts have been looking to go uh, virtual to take on cases and disputes so hearing cases from remotely potentially is that something you've you've been part of or you've seen in action yes uh not very much initially there were a few hearings case management hearings usually smaller uh hearings that were taking place via online meeting rooms meet google meet and then there's zoom as well as skype however quite quickly concerns were raised about gdpr and security issues and uh, even those seem to have come to a stop i've not had any trials online and um, i think that in itself would be quite tricky although the attitude seems to be changing i think initially there was quite um, refusal almost from participants to engage in online meetings but the mind shift seems to be taking place where more and more people are seeing the advantages and benefits of conducting their work online and um, i'm hoping at least that um, the courts are able to catch up with the technology and put the necessary measures in place to ensure that the environment is safe and that online activity can uh, be a more common part of practice absolutely and i think it's very interesting what you said there about the shift in also how people view technology potential and how some people are getting more used to or accustomed with using it and i wanted to ask from your personal experience how has it been working from home has it been strange or is it something very different well um i usually done quite a lot of advisory work from home mm-hmm. um so there wasn't that much of a shift although i'm not going to court as much it has its benefits because i'm based in the midlands and normally i have a commute into london oh. in the morning 5:56 train and then i don't get home until quite late in the evening now that has given me a lot more time and um i think in relation to your previous question as well the benefits that courts will see saving time more time for judges to take part in hearings as opposed to waiting for people to come in getting members into court getting them out obviously takes time and um cost savings for practitioners and that will uh, hopefully filter down to the client and they will be able to see that instructing uh, a solicitor or counsel on a matter isn't as expensive because you've taken that travel time travel cost and i think the industry is taking time to catch up but um, the the gears are in motion now and um, we will see that software is improving and um, it will become more and more common i mean telephone hearings have been taking place for uh, a long time now it's just a matter of getting video into place and uh, people more comfortable with attending hearings in this new way yeah absolutely and actually that's something that i wanted to ask you was before was a lot of people have been talking about this new normal in a way of the law industry following this pandemic so returning to work after it how do you see it potentially changing the way the legal industry operates could you see a 
a lot of changes coming potentially or is it more of a long-term process? I think it's long-term. I can't see any immediate big changes, especially in relation to, for example, jury trials in the criminal courts and um, the practicalities of having 12 people uh, on jury panel in different places. I mean, a key part of our judicial system, uh, criminal justice system, is to ensure trial by jury and in the Crown Courts, that jury shouldn't be influenced by anybody else. There's effectively no way at the moment to monitor that. Um, who else is listening in on this video conference? Partners, friends, for example, who these jury members are consulting with in the meantime. There might be a lunch break, they go speak to a neighbour. Um, there are all sorts of other practical considerations. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a very interesting point. It's something that I personally didn't think of, but now that you raise it, it obviously raises serious questions about how to ensure that goes along as it's supposed to and all the practicalities thereof. Something that I think we mentioned in our emails before when we were outlining what to discuss was also for students and young professionals coming into the industry, right? It's a very uncertain time. And I think someone of your experience, with your experience, if you have any in a way, tips or ideas that they could focus on to going into this industry at this present time? With the situation as it stands, we're likely to see a reduction in the number of opportunities available for students, whether that's um, paralegal work or training contracts or pupillages. And I can relate to that because when I started studying, that's when the financial crisis hit, I was advised by tutors and lecturers to rethink about continuing on the bar course, the significant financial costs. Mm -hmm. And um, I think one thing you'll find amongst lawyers um, and especially barristers is a sense of determination, a willingness to carry on despite the odds and self-belief. I guess um, I suffer from that also. And even though I didn't apply for pupillage straight after my bar course, because financial remuneration from pupillage was just not going to be enough to sustain myself and my family, I went on to working within legal departments, regulatory departments, complaints teams, in order to gather more and more experience, gain valuable experience, which I could then demonstrate to a pupillage panel eventually when I did apply for pupillage and um, experiences that would help me when I came to practice at the bar and I find that it has actually uh, helped me immensely in developing my commercial skills, my ability to understand how businesses operate and um, business continuity in the face of adverse scenarios like the one we're facing now. That is a fantastic story. And I think a point there which I would really highlight is also this determination. And when there's a complicated situation as this one is, as you said, it's a, having the ability to persevere, go through it and also take up the opportunities that are present, as you did, to overcome these challenges and then come out even stronger on the other end. So that's absolutely something that I think our listeners will really relate to get through this period. So thank you for sharing that. Well, what I would say to students right now is it's 
it might at times seem scary. It might at times seem pointless in pursuing what seems like an, an achievable goal. I'd say if that's what you really want to do, then don't give up. Keep at it. Um, get work experience. I have been looking at a number of CVs from students. And over the years, the things that I would say is highlight all your skills, not just the skills that you think a law firm might want to see. Mm -hmm. Usually it's limited to legal experiences. Now, I'll give some examples. I had um, a student who had been working at McDonald's and progressed through the ranks quite rapidly to the extent that she was not only a manager for her own branch, but uh, a manager, a regional manager, and uh, supporting the business development. The, the skills that she was able to describe to me on the phone were quite incredible, very, very impressive. However, on her CV, it was only uh, two lines explaining that she had been working at McDonald's for more than five years and she was a manager, but nothing detailing the situations that she's worked in, the tasks that she undertook, the actions and the results that she uh, very capably delivered. Now, on the same CV, I had five or six bullet points about a five-day mini pupillage. And for me, that's a student not showing their ability in the true sense. If there was a message to students, it'd be keep at it, don't undermine your skills, don't undermine your abilities, demonstrate it, keep getting experiences, take part in online advocacy exercises, question and answer sessions, there are lots of virtual internships available. A question you had asked earlier, which I don't think I fully answered, was students, um, when, they come in, when they come to doing their applications, how do they explain what they've been doing during this time? Well, if you utilize your time correctly and you gain the experiences that will help you in your career ambitions, then you won't struggle to show that. In fact, I can imagine a year or two from now, pupillage panels and interview panels having specific questions about what students did during COVID-19. I know exams have all gone online and surely that's stressful, um, but exams will be over soon enough. There are students who had work placements set up, which have now been canceled. Well, there are other opportunities and I would say contact law firms, contact pro bono, legal aid clinics, and utilize the skills that you've gained, whether you've done an LLB or an LPC, or even if you've done the BPTC, there are opportunities, paid opportunities, and if you can't get any of those, then unpaid opportunities with organizations that will really value your input and um, charities and clients who can't pay for legal services who will really appreciate the help that you can provide. I think those are great points there. And I, I really like how you ran through them. Even me listening to it, I feel like I've learned a lot. <laughs> so thank you really for sharing that. It, it was an amazing discussion and I really appreciated all your points, Fed. <laughs> thank you very much. So as always, thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. 
If you have any questions, be sure to email us at businessupdate.team at gmail.com or on our social media pages. We look forward to hearing from you and we'll be more than happy to help you out. Aside from that, make sure you stay safe and stay commercially aware. Thank you from the TVU team.